Welcome back folks to the Geezer Gus Presents Old Time Radio Series. I'm so thrilled you tuned in again. Today's oldie episode is from the popular radio comedy, The Jack Benny Show. The Jack Benny program starring Jack Benny made its debut in 1932 and ran until 1955 and is generally regarded as a high-water mark in 20th century American comedy. This classic episode first aired in 1949, and is titled Beverly Hills Tour. This one's really funny. The Jack Benny Show is brought to you by BoomerFlix.com. At BoomerFlix, you can watch hundreds of classic television shows, and classic movies too. If you're like watching all the classic TV shows, and rarely seen movies, of all types, then BoomerFlix is really for you. So give BoomerFlix.com a visit, and start watching all the great shows and movies. Now, enjoy this episode of The Jack Benny Show. Be sure to visit GeezerGus.com, to see all there is to offer. Program starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Phil Harris, Rochester, Dennis Day, and yours truly, Don Wilson. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, to me this is a very exciting day because it's the opening broadcast of the Jack Benny program. But to the local Chamber of Commerce, it's just another Sunday. <laughs> Just another day to send their free sightseeing bus on a tour of our fair city. So let's go back a few hours and board one of these buses as it makes its way around our glamorous town. Your attention, please, folks. We're now entering Beverly Hills, where so many of our famous stars reside. Gee, Henry, isn't it exciting? Imagine us riding along a street where all the movie stars live. Yes, Clara, and if we see one, we can tell all our friends back in Pottsville oh, that we... Oh, look, Henry, there's Lassie, there's Lassie. Uh, no, lady, that's my kid. He needs a haircut. <laughs> now, that early American home on the right is the residence of Gary Cooper. Gosh, Clara, Gary Cooper's house. Yeah, imagine all of this happening to us, Mr. and Mrs. Henry Figsbottom. <laughs> no, no, darling, it's Fitzpatrick. Oh, it's so hard for me to remember. We've only been married three hours. And now, folks, across the street to the left, I want you to look at that house nestled among the palm trees. It's the home of Mr. Orson Welles. This house was conceived, designed, constructed, decorated, and furnished by Mr. Orson Welles. The trees grew by themselves. <laughs> and now, lady, look, there's Lassie. There's Lassie! <laughs> And now this house we're coming to on the corner is the residence of Miss Mary Livingston. Do you want to wear the blue dress or gray one, Miss Livingston? I think I'll wear the gray one, Pauline. about going back on the air today. Oh, I am, Pauline. It'll be nice seeing the whole gang again after such a long vacation. Oh, didn't you see any of them during the summer? Only Mr. Benny. I saw him regularly. Oh, well, that's nice. How often did you see Mr. Benny? Uh, once a month when he came for the rent. <laughs> uh, we used to sit around and play gin rummy, checkers, ping pong, badminton. Oh, then it was a social visit, too. No, he always stayed until my check cleared the bank. 
How does my dress look? Oh, just lovely. The gray color sets off your tan beautifully. Where'd you get such a wonderful tan? Well, I thought I told you, Pauline. I spent four weeks at Catalina with my sister, Babe. Babe worked for the biggest seafood restaurant in Catalina. Was she a waitress? No, she was diving for abalone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Miss Livingston, you're kidding me. From what I've heard about Babe, she was probably over there looking for a new boyfriend. Uh, No, no, Pauline. Babe is a great deep-sea diver. In fact, she set a new record last month. Really? Yes. Didn't you read in the papers a few weeks ago when they lowered that man 4,500 feet in the diving bell? Yes. (laughs) Well, when they pulled it up, Babe was in there with him. (laughs) Well, I'd better get started for the studio. Bye, Pauline. Goodbye. Oh, say, Miss Livingston, when you see Phil Harris, give him a big kiss for me. Well, Pauline, I wouldn't do a thing like that. Phil is a married man. Last night I dreamed he was married to me. We had a beautiful home in Encino, two children and everything. Pauline, what about Alice Faye? She was our maid. (laughs) Alice Faye was working as your maid? Through the courtesy of 20th Century Fox. (laughs) Oh, oh, fine. Well, see you later. And by the way, Pauline, you need to prepare dinner. This is the first show, and maybe after the program, Mr. Benny will invite us all over the Brown Derby for a big... Now I'm dreaming. Try some hamburger. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Gosh, Clara, I can hardly wait to tell our friends in Pottsville we saw Mary Livingston's house. Yeah. Uh, say, driver, is it true that Miss Livingston used to work at the May Company? Uh-huh. In those days, she was known as Nylon Nelly. <laughs> and now, folks, I'd like you to notice that little white house with the green shutters. That's the residence of the popular singer, Dennis Day. <laughs> guy, and I have normal intelligence, and it's not fair for Mr. Benny to make me play the part of a dumb, stupid kid. There, I got my shoes on. Now I'll go get my shirt. What's happened, Dennis? I tied my shoelaces together. I'll untie them. Now, Dennis. Now, Dennis, don't forget what I told you. This season, I want you to get your check from Mr. Benny immediately after each program. Oh, Mother, I don't have to do that. I can trust Mr. Benny. Hmm. I wouldn't trust that man as far as I threw your father last night. (laughs) And Dennis, this year insists that Mr. Benny pay you in American money. There's no reason why you should have to go to Tijuana each week to cash your (laughs) check. Do you understand? Oh, si, senor. (laughs) 
Mother, you shouldn't talk about Mr. Benny like that. He's one of the best friends I've got. Some friends. What has he ever done for you? Well, what about last year when I had to have that operation and I couldn't afford it? Didn't Mr. Benny come to my rescue? Mm, yes, but I, I still think you took a chance letting Rochester take out your appendix. <laughs> I guess you're right. I'm going to save my money and have it sewed up someday. <laughs> that scotch tape is wearing out. <laughs> well, I'm all dressed and ready to go, Mother. Oh, wait a minute, son. What song are you going to sing on the program? A younger than springtime. Gee, I didn't even rehearse it yet. Oh, well, you'd better run over it once before you go. Okay, Mom. <laughs> Touch your hand and my arms grow strong Like a pair of birds that burst with song My eyes look down at your lovely face And I hold the world in my than starlight are you warmer than winds of June are the gentle lips you gave me gayer than laughter are you sweeter than music are you angel and mama passing through the poorer section of Beverly Hills. These people have to use hard water in their swimming pool. And next, may I call your attention to that house with the spacious gardens all around it. It belongs to Phil Harris and Alice Faye. Gee, it sure is beautiful, ain't it, Clara? Yeah. Folks, we certainly are in luck. If you look closely, you can see Phil Harris out in the yard talking to his gardener. How do you like this flower bed, Mr. Harris? Oh, it looks fine, Tom, fine. (laughs) 
glad you like it. Cineglossum Amabile is very colorful this time of year. Indubitably. <laughs> However, I think it would look nicer if we had a border of Abronia umbellata. <laughs> Mr. Harris, wouldn't it look better with a border of Lobelia? Lobelia with Cineglossum Amabile? <laughs> Well, Mr. Harris, I, I was only suggesting... I know, but watch it, man. Watch it. <laughs> and, Tom, don't let me forget to irrigate the vegetable garden, especially the cabbages. I won't. But tell me, Mr. Harris, why do you irrigate your cabbages with bourbon? Isn't that unusual? Yeah, but that way I get the biggest heads in town. <laughs> well, that sounds reasonable. Now, look, Tom, I've got to be running along. I've got to go to the studio and rehearse my band. My, my, you musicians lead such exciting lives. I never told you this, Mr. Harris, but my original ambition was to become a musician, too. Oh. Did you study music? Yes, but I wasn't too good at it. I couldn't understand the meaning of terms like pizzicato, andante, doloroso, tacit, forte, and allegro con moto. So I became a gardener. Pass me a shovel, Bub. <laughs> Look, I got to get going. And, Tom, I want to thank you for taking care of the garden while I was vacationing at Catalina. Oh, I meant to ask you, Mr. Harris. Did you have any luck on that fishing trip? Yeah, pretty good. It was pretty good. I caught two barracuda, three albacore, and Mary's sister Bay. <laughs> I threw the barracuda and babe back. <laughs> well, I better change clothes, get started for the studio. Yes, sir. Will you take one of Miss Faye's cars or will you ride your bicycle? <laughs> I'll take one of her cars. She hasn't counted them lately. <laughs> By the way, Tom, tell Miss Faye not to expect me home for dinner. Oh? Well, you see, this is the first show of the season, and after the program, Mr. Benny will probably take the whole cast out to the big derby for a big, uh, make it the brown derby for a big, uh... <laughs> Let's make it the big brown derby. <laughs> Take us out there for a big... I must have ate more of them cabbages than I thought. I'll... <laughs> and now, folks, continuing our tour of Beverly Hills, we turn into Benedict Canyon Drive. Whoops! Dead end! <laughs> folks, while I'm turning around, will you notice that house on the corner? That's the home of Robert Taylor and Barbara Stanwyck. I'd be happy if you looked like Robert Taylor. <laughs> and now, ladies and gentlemen, let me direct your attention to that little house in the middle of the block. It's the home of that famous musical aggregation, the Sportsman Quartet. And, ooh, aren't we fortunate? <laughs> and look who's waddling up the walk, Don Wilson. Benny's opening broadcast, and you really ought to have an appropriate song to welcome him back. 
While he was on vacation, he relaxed, took it easy, played golf, even went to Europe. In fact, this vacation did him so much good, you'd hardly recognize him. He looks wonderful, absolutely wonderful. Now, when you see him, how are you going to greet him? Hello, beautiful. How'd you get so beautiful? Where'd you get those lovely big blue eyes? Hello, beautiful. How'd you keep so beautiful? What's your secret? Won't you fool a child? Tell us what you do to look so youthful. Are you really 39? Be truthful. Tell me, Mr. Benny. Hello, beautiful. What's oh, tell us, beautiful? Where did you get those big blue eyes? Hello, lucky strike. How about a lucky strike? Like a lucky puff on it a while. L-S-M-S-T. Have a cigarette for me. Like a lucky smoke it with a smile. Lucky strikes are made of fine tobacco. Everybody knows that it's a fact. Oh, hello, Mr. B. With our L-S-M-S-T. We're glad to be back on your show. Hello. underwear on the line spells out. Gee, <laughs> Mr. Benny has such a big house. I wonder what's going on in there. Well, I got the dishes all washed. Better go make the bed.
fellas, honey. Let's talk about you and me. How about a date tonight? Well, yeah, but but don't you have to get Benny, uh, uh, dinner for Mr. Benny? No, no, not tonight. You see, this is his opening broadcast, and after the show, he'll probably take the whole cast of the Brown Derby for a big... Rochester? Why'd you stop talking? The more I said, the sillier it sounds. <laughs> anyway, sweetie, I'll, I'll call for you as soon as I can and be sure to wear that same blue silk dress you wore last time. Oh, but Rochester, honey, that dress is awfully tight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, Rochester, my cousin is staying here with us, and gee, I kind of wondered if you couldn't get a boyfriend for her. Oh, honey, we don't want anybody else along. Oh, but she's awfully cute. Maybe so, but... Gee. She's about five feet four, and she's a gorgeous figure, real cute smile. Everybody says she looks exactly like Lena Horne. She does? Yeah, you, do you know anybody you can get for her? Yeah. Now I'm trying to figure out who to get for you. <laughs> Never mind that. You're going with me. Okay. Well, I gotta hang up, honey. I still got work to do. All right, Rochester. See you tonight. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we spent the last three hours going through Beverly Hills, and now we're in the heart of Hollywood. Uh, continuing down Sunset Boulevard, I'd like to point out the famous Palladium Ballroom. Goodness, Henry, this has been one of the most perfect sightseeing tours I've ever been on. Yeah, and to think the Chamber of Commerce supplies this bus free. And now we come to one of Hollywood's most noted buildings occupying this full block. It's the nation's foremost radio network, the Columbia Broadcasting System. Uh, this is where I get off, driver. <laughs> I get off here. Open the door, please. What did you say, mister? <laughs> I said this is where I get off. Get off? The Chamber of Commerce goes to the trouble of running a free bus so you tourists can see the city, and in the middle of a tour, you want to get off. Open the door, please. But you haven't seen everything yet. From here, we go to Figueroa Street, where we'll pose for a moment in front of a statue of Honest John, the original ghost rider in the sky. <laughs> Open the door, please. <laughs> Then we pass the city hall on our way to the Los Angeles Police Department, where you'll see all the officers sitting around a table pointing at each other. <laughs> Open the door, please. I've got to get off here. But you haven't lived until you've seen the sun as it slowly sinks its golden rays into the blue goo of the La Brea Park. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it. Now open the door. But, mister... Let him off. Let him off. Yeah, let him off. That arguing is lousing up our honeymoon. <laughs> All right, bud. If you're going to get off, get off. Thanks. Well, well, look at that crowd waiting to see my first broadcast. Hey, it's Jack Benny. Hello, Mr. Benny. Hello. Hello. Are you going to have a funny program today? Yes, sir. It'll have more surprises than a box of Cracker Jacks. <laughs> Well, looks like I'm going to have a good audience. Yes, sir. 
Ah, it'll feel good being back on the air. Be younger than springtime, am I? Combed it and left it, oh my. <laughs> da 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 dum dum. Gee, I combed it down in front so I'd look like Garbo. <laughs> <laughs> Well, here's Studio B. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hi again. Okay, man. Here he is. Let him have it. Ah, oh, thanks, fellas. Thanks, thanks. Well, everybody's here. Hello, Jack. Hello, Mary. Come on over here and give me a kiss. Oh, I can't. I just kissed Phil. I got to take it home to my maid. Well, give it to me. I'll take it home to your maid. <laughs> Hey, Phil, you got your band number all set for the show? Yeah, Jackson, I'm going to play that new cannibal song. Cannibal song? What's that? Some enchanted evening, you may eat a stranger. <laughs> oh, drunk. <laughs> you may eat a stranger. <laughs> Uh-oh. What's the matter, Dennis? Does anybody have any scotch tape? <laughs> it's your own fault, kids. Stitches wouldn't have cost you much more, you know. Hey, Jack, we've only got a few minutes before we go on the air. Yeah, that's right. Hey, where's Don? Well, here I am, Jack, with the quartet. Oh, yes. Hello, boys. Hello, beautiful. How'd you get so beautiful? Where'd you get those lovely big blue eyes? Oh, no, not now, boys. Save it for the show. Hello, beautiful. How'd you get so beautiful? That's my secret. I won't put you wise. <laughs> Jack, Jack, we haven't got time for that now. Yeah, Jack, we'll be on the air in two minutes. Where are the scripts? Oh, yes, the scripts. I have them right... Uh-oh. Oh, my goodness. Well, Jack, what's the matter? Where are the scripts? I left them on the bus. <laughs> I'll run out and see if I can catch it. Ooh. Jack, Jack, what happened? I slipped. Rochester didn't get all the grease off of me. <laughs> hey, driver! Driver, I left my script on the bus! Hey, driver! minutes in Pasadena, so you can see the famous Rose Bowl Stadium, which is over to your left. Driver! Driver, open the door! Open the door! Oh, it's you again. Yeah, I left something on the bus. Open the door. I will not open the door. You will open the door. I left my radio scripts on the bus. You're too late. I threw them in the blue goo of the La Brea Target. Oh, and it's my first program. I hope you enjoyed this latest Geezer Gus Presents episode. Stay tuned for the next exciting episode. Please check back often, and make sure to subscribe to my podcast, so you won't miss the new exciting episodes. In the meantime, scroll up or down to find other exciting episodes to listen to. Don't forget to visit GeezerGus.com to see and listen to all the program categories and episodes. I really want to say a special thank you to all of the Patreon supporters for helping to keep Geezer Gus Presents online. Your support is truly appreciated. Thanks for stopping by. Bye-bye for now.